Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Reichert. Uh, welcome, Rick. Uh, thanks for having me. I'm, I'm really happy to be here to talk about it. Yeah. Uh, actually, you've got a, a, a new album. Actually, your, your debut album uh, came out uh, last year, right? It did. Yeah. Uh, it's uh, Along the Path. It just came out in September of last year. Correct. Well, so um, I was going through your, your bio here and um, uh, it says you were in the the armed forces. So tell me a little bit about that. Like uh, what got you into that? Because I, I read that your family was involved with that, too, when you were younger. So tell me about that. Yeah, my father was in the Air Force and I sort of grew up, you know, kind of traveling all over the all over the world, if you will, uh, you know, as a as a military brat. And then, uh, you know, I decided I was going to give the service a try myself. Uh, at first, I joined the Army National Guard. And then after oh. that, I, uh, I actually got the Army National Guard to release me to go active duty Navy. Uh, interestingly, I was trying to get into like uh, explosive ordnance disposal. Uh, mm-hmm. That's what I was kind of trying to get into to do with the Navy. Excuse me. Unfortunately, I didn't get into the EOD, uh, but I did end up spending a uh, uh, four years in the Navy as a gunner's mate, and I was uh, home ported out of Pearl Harbor, Hawaii, for a while. Oh wow! Well, thank you for your service, by the way. Um, and you're also um, nice. a, a, a martial artist, and you're also into uh, medieval armored combat. Tell me about that, because that's pretty interesting too. Yeah, you know, I, you know, from a very young age, I was doing, you know, you know, kind of, you know, regular karate stuff, uh, and I also had the benefit of of having traveled around the world i i actually lived in uh germany for a while at the time west germany and uh where my father was stationed and so you know when you're overseas and you're in europe and you get to see all these castles and all these old ruins and things like that and you really get a a firsthand kind of taste for you know for that medieval world if you will and uh and so from a young age as a kid i was always really into that kind of stuff and then uh, as I got to be an adult, you know, I kind of took that with my interest in martial arts and my pursuit in martial arts. And I kind of, you know, melded the two worlds, if you will, uh, into, you know, what, you know, is often called, you know, medieval armored combat. You know, it's uh, one of the big organizations out there is historical medieval battle HMB, you know, and you see these night fights and stuff out there with, you know, the swords. And yeah, I do that. Yeah. I'm getting a little older for it now. But yeah, I do that stuff. Yeah, that's pretty cool. I do have a favorite castle. Oh, I don't even know if I can remember particular castles <laughs> from Germany. I I was right in the I was in the tree air area, and so I the, particularly I remember like the Roman baths, and there was an amphitheater right in that general vicinity uh, that was just really fantastic to go and see. And you could go out and you could be up in the top of it, and you can go down and be underground where they used to have the you know the fighters and the competitors for the for the gladiator type things from the Roman era, and it's it was some really cool stuff to see. Yeah. Yeah, that's cool. A particular castle. I'm sorry, I don't have. <laughs> that's all right. That just came to my head. <laughs> um, sure, sure. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, th- actually, you know, you're talking about all these castles and, and you know, swords and stuff like that. The the album cover, you know, portrays all that stuff. You know, the things that you're into. So, tell me about the artwork. Is that from all that? 
Yeah, it definitely uh, kind of ties into that. You know, the artwork was intended to sort of mimic, you know, the old Frazetta stuff, you know, of Conan. Uh, right, if you remember right. a lot of the artwork like that, uh, he also did, I believe, Somali Hatchet uh, album covers back right. in the in the day. Uh, and so it's it's definitely intended to sort of portray that kind of a, a feel and so forth. Um, and yeah, it ties into that medieval fantasy aspect uh, that I like to, I, you know, incorporate into the music some, uh, you know, as far as the world that I live in with that medieval stuff and, and trying to bring that into the theme of the music that I write. Yeah. Yeah, I do. The like, artwork yeah. was great. I had a friend of mine that does that. She's very talented. Uh, Sarah Hartman uh, mm. is her name. And uh, and she's excellent. She's great. Yeah, she did a really good job on that. It re really brings me back to like the '80s, and and also you know the music is very like um, kind of like more of the hard rock, like kind of the '80s style. So it it does tie kind of tie in all together. So it's it's really cool. It looks really good. Yeah, absolutely. That was that was kind of yeah with that for sure. You know, was to sort of bring you know the music is very you know guitar retro you know kind of '80s uh, in some ways glam rock in in some capacities and some other ways it kind of has a little bit of a blues element i think yeah. uh almost like a you know like a honky tonk in some kind of aspects with piano and things like that in the music um but yeah it's 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 all sort of ties together thematically with that that 80s kind of a vibe for sure yeah and you even throw a saxophone on the album too uh tell me about you know what was the idea of throwing that in there because not too many you know hard rock bands nowadays you yeah, know, do you that know. kind of stuff Oh, this the you connection know, is really like the bad. We like the idea of really using. bringing in something that. No, the oh, connection. Yeah, I'm sorry. Really you know, uh, something that really kind of tied in the, uh, uh, you know, that '80s feel a little bit. It's almost like if you remember, like the the old Lost Boys movie, where you got the guys out there from from the vampire movie, and they're playing at that party on the beach, and then you got that saxophone player kind of thing going on. Mm. But at the same time, it was really just kind of a. A nice instrumental it, it brought another whole uh you know element to the song when we kind of put that into the mix uh oh, yeah. and and it was uh, with daryl slazinski and that was to get that in there yeah yeah i think it sounds pretty cool I, I i do like saxophones and some hard rock stuff like that so it was cool to hear that you know you, you brought that in there um now tell me the, the bands that you were influenced by to for this album or just in in general yeah, you know, and my musical influence covers a, a wide variety, you know, it's it's not just limited to, you know, from where I'm right now, I can see my Cat Stevens T for the Tillerman album, you know, and I'm also looking at my thin, one of my Thin Lizzy records right here, you know, so, you know, I got Peter Gabriel and Fleetwood Mac, but I got my kid over here too, you know, so I've got, you know, you, you start naming bands like that, and also, you know, it kind of bring in you know, it's got a little bit of a Def Leppard feel. I've heard people compare it to Meatloaf in yeah. some capacities with the way the vocals are, you know, kind of brought out. Uh, when I kind of see a little bit of all of that in the music, I, I don't have any objections to that. Yeah. Uh, what's your favorite Thin Lizzy album? Oh, you know, I would have to say, uh, I'm sitting here looking at my Chinatown, Chinatown right. album, right. but, uh, you know, I'd have to go with Jailbreak, I, I'd say. Oh, really? All right, cool. All right, my favorite's uh, Black Rose. Nice. I think it's one of my one, sure. one of my top the top favorites Ooh. of theirs. It's just uh, from beginning to end. It's just like a it's just an awesome album. Uh, yeah, the, I like Soldier of Fortune. I really get that's a great song. Yeah, yeah. You can't really go wrong. I mean, they're such a great band, you know. And 
over, I, I wasn't huge into them when I was younger. I got into them later on, and um, you know, just going through the whole discography and everything. It's just the uh, the things that they've done, and even Phil Lynott, like his vocals and everything, and and how he plays bass. It just you know blew me away, and I just became a huge fan of them. Oh yeah, it's I, I've kind of run the same story as far as that goes. You know, I kind of came to Thin Lizzy a little bit later, and like you say, I really like the vocals and the sort of the swagger in the music, the storytelling. You know that, and, and it's very bass driven. Also, like you mentioned, there it's it's, it's good stuff. Yeah, yeah, it's a shame. I think they they didn't get their they're, they're not as they. Um, what I'm trying to say that they, they I wish they would have gotten more uh, notoriety than they did. You know, I think they really missed out. You know, especially like in today's. I I wish Phil was still here. You know, maybe he'd still be doing stuff. I don't know. It's just uh, they 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 do more than what they got when they were around. You know. Yeah, I would agree with that. Yeah. Um, so you started this band very later on in life. You I mean you had that? You know, you were in the military and everything. And and so tell me about like how you did you finally get into like you know picking up a guitar and and singing and all that? Did you take singing lessons when you were younger, or how that happened? <clears throat> you know, when I was young, I was always a vocalist. You know, I did as a kid, I, and and you know, I did chorus and and I did solos in that regard, and I was like all state. Uh, vocalist for a while out of high school um, and even for a while I did some stuff singing when I was in the Navy for a little bit of time too uh, you know just briefly and and so it was always just sort of the vocal thing was something I had done early on and and never really picked up an instrument um, until later on after my military service and so forth mm. you know it's it's kind of it's kind of that situation where you've got someone you, you kind of put off doing certain aspects of things because you don't really think you can do it you don't think you have any success with that and so mm -hmm. you make other life choices and then later on in life i was like you know i could i could do this why not and so that's kind of where i came to uh at you know and i picked up the guitar and over the years i've you know been getting better at it and i decided to pursue some songwriting and i was fortunate enough to hook up with uh bob aquaviva uh you know who was sort of you know guided me in a way and was willing to uh you know to kind of take me under his wing and he saw some potential there and and we decided to go with it. Tell me about Bob, because um, how did you get involved working with him? You know, I was just just refining my playing. I I, I just kind of came across some happenstance as someone to help, you know, improve my playing, and I was taking lessons from him and so forth. And uh, and and it was just pure coincidence that you know, uh, as as in that regard, as as something he was doing on the side that you know he's got a longstanding history. Yeah. uh as a as a producer and he's worked with lots of bands and lots of big names uh at this stage in his career he works more locally um you know but uh so it was really fortunate for me to to get an opportunity to work with him yeah that's cool and he was he also played on the album too right he did he did he plays he plays a lot of the instruments on the album frankly you know oh, really? i play some uh some rhythm guitar on that Mm -hmm. and, and uh and and he basically plays everything else besides the saxophone so oh. <laughs> you know the band is kind of starting to come together after you know we kind of did it backwards you know we had this sort of brainchild for for putting together the music you know and brought in a couple of other people that you know do some backup vocals and and some side instruments and stuff and and now we're sort of putting the band together and getting ready to get out and do some live shows uh with a couple of the guys that have you know bob and 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 chuck keith who was on the on the record as as a backup vocalist is going to play bass for us and you know we've got a drummer and, and another guitarist coming in so it's it's coming together as far as the band and uh, we're looking forward to doing some live shows with it 
That's cool. So once you get this band together, if you plan on doing another album, do you think this will be like the band for the next album, or are you going to just stay with you and Bob? How are you going to do that? You know, I'm really hoping so. I really like it to become something like that. And 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 if this core group of guys that we're putting together and that ends up being something that everybody's on board with, uh, you know, I, I would like to see that happen. I, you know, I I like the uh, the creative aspect of it and, and the songwriting aspect of it. But I think if you once you start to involve other people in that and you start, you can turn that into something that you might not get just on your own, you know? All right. Yeah, definitely. Now, did you come up with all these songs on your own or did Bob help you write a lot of this stuff or how did that work out? You know, I, I would come in and I wrote all the, I, with the acoustic, I'd sit down and I'd write all the, you know, the basic chords and structure for, and, and the lyrics are all me. Uh, mm. And then we would come in and we'd sort of talk about together, you know, what kind of parts we would bring into it with the other instruments and, and, uh, and, you know, and, and flesh it out, you know, and, uh, and to make it a, you know, a full song and bring it to life in that regard. Uh, but the, the initial songwriting all started with me and then, uh, and then Bob and I would sort of work as a team, you know, after that. Yeah. All right. Cool. Did you guys record this all in, in like the studio or did you do it home on your own? How'd you work on the album? He's got a home base studio that he use right at, uses right out of his house, oh, uh, Wayne Manor Studios. It's here in uh, in local Utica, New York. Uh, he he pumps out several several albums a year out of mm. his studio here, and uh, and so he's got all the gear, all the equipment that you that you could hope to have uh, to you know put out a quality product. Yeah, yeah, definitely. And he did a really good job, uh, you know, producing it and everything, and it sounds good. Uh, and then you had it mixed, uh, or not mixed, uh, but mastered uh, from somebody in Tokyo. How, how you, you know, you so far away, you, you set your album so far away to get mastered. What was the idea for that? <laughs> well, you know, he's Bob's got an established relationship with this guy, and it's just kind of okay. who he uses, you know, kind of a situation. Mm. You know, wasn't really involved with that. He hooked up with him a number of years ago. This, as I understand the story, uh, this guy had sort of reached out to him about, you know, doing some mastering for him. And uh, and initially his price was, you know, more than Bob was like, no, nah, you're not going to get anybody that's going to pay that. And they right. kind of came to an arrangement. And and so he gets a good price for him and 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 gets it gets the stuff taken care of. <laughs> Real cool. So do you have shows actually <laughs> getting ready to be booked now or, or do you have anything like set in stone yet? Or are you still waiting for that? Not booked yet, uh, but we're, we're sort of in uh, rehearsal stage right now. Hmm. And uh, it's looking like. You know, probably we were hoping, you know, March, it might not hit quite March. It might end up being April once we get everyone together and sort of, you know, getting down to it. Mm. Uh, but you know, we want, I want to have a, you know, I'm coming out fresh, you know, new to this and, you know, I want it to sound good and I want it to suck. And so we're going to nail it and we're going to get out there. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> have you ever played in front of like a, a crowd before? I have, but not as, not as a full band, you know, uh, yeah. never, you know, in this kind of a full arrangement uh with other musicians and so forth but not in a full band setup i've done a lot out you know sort of you know sitting down with an acoustic and stuff like that independently on my own and so forth so this right. it's a you know i'm really am uh you know a fresh in the water if you will right. you know instead of just my toe i jumped to hell straight in and went for it you know so uh I'm, I'm a novice and i'll admit to that in some regards as far as getting out there and performing in that regard but i've also you know, I've kind of been a showman my whole life, you know, just, you know, a natural ham, if you will. And so getting up on stage and doing it in front of people is ain't nothing else new. Yeah. 
Yeah, cool, man. I can't wait till you get out there. I, I played a show, God, it must have been like maybe maybe 10 years ago by now and and i have another a new band that i just started up uh, last year and we're booking to to start you know playing out a couple shows uh it's probably sometime in like may or, or whatever sometime over the summer and uh yeah. you know i'm kind of nervous about it you know it's been a long time yeah sure <laughs> and i'm not in the same shape oh, i was it... about 10 years ago either so <laughs> <laughs> but you know it's like is there anything better than that once you're out there and you're doing oh, yeah. that kind of thing is it just the best it's yeah. just the best feeling it is, yeah. We had our first band practice like um, a couple weeks ago, and you know, when I first broke up my old band, I was kind of like, "All right, I'm done." You know, I don't want to do this no more because I'm just sick of the whole scene. You know, and then when we yeah, got yeah. together a few weeks ago, I was like, "You know, this is actually fun." You know, we all get along and everybody's you know good with each other, and we were actually having fun playing. I mean, the studio we had was kind of shitty because we couldn't hear each other, but it was still fun. <laughs> you know, you know, playing songs that we because we're all like in different areas, so we finally got together and played together for the first time. So it was it was fun. Excellent. That's great yeah. though. Yeah, that's you know, I love I love playing music. So it's you know. But uh yeah, I hope uh, I wish you luck with the album. It's called um uh, I lost the thing here, Along a Path. And uh where can people go to buy it? Is it's you have like a CDs and, and vinyl and stuff available for people? Yeah, I don't have vinyl, unfortunately. I do have CDs. You can get those on Pancap or at Rick Riker. Um I think it's Rick Riker music. It might just be Rick Riker. And then uh, it's available, uh, you know, digitally as well. You can stream it on, it's out there on iTunes and all the, all the platforms, Spotify, all the, the streaming platforms are, uh, are, is it available? It's available on those. And so you can get a hard copy disc uh, through Bandcamp or digital streams from Bandcamp, as well as on all the other major stream, major streaming platforms. So. Very cool. What do you prefer? Do you prefer the CD or do you prefer the digital? Well, I mean, if you get it on Bandcamp, you're doing the artist. I mean, right? You know, yeah, the, yep. the artist gets more of a share. You buy it on Bandcamp, uh, you know, I make more of the money rather than than, right. than some other company. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. Nope, I don't blame it because, uh, yeah, you make nothing <laughs> on Spotify. It's, it's, a, it's a joke. <laughs> <laughs> so everybody go to Bandcamp.com and uh, buy Rick Reichardt's uh, album. Hey. And um, again, Rick, thank you very much for coming on the show. I wish you all the luck in the world on the album and uh, playing out live and doing shows. And um, yeah, we'll hopefully see you for maybe the next album. All right. Thank you. I appreciate it. Thanks for the time. All right. No problem. Everybody go to ratsaddreview.com and we will see you next week. Bye-bye. <laughs>